confronting. <laughs> we'll go ahead and get started with our Verizon IndyCar Series post-race press conference, joined now by the second and third place finishers of tonight's DXC Technology 600. Simon Pagano driving the number 22 DXC Technology Chevrolet for Team Penske, and Alexander Rossi driving the number 27 Napa Auto Parts Honda for Andretti Autosport. Simon, we'll go ahead and start with you, your best finish of the season so far, and what a great place to do it with your DXC Technology partner, also the primary sponsor here at Texas Motor Speedway for this race. Take us through your night and ultimately how you were able to stay where you actually qualified uh, all night long for the most part. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a good night. We, uh, we started really strong, um, really loved the car to start in the heat. Um, and as the temperature dropped, it got a little bit more difficult for us. Uh, we adjusted the car the wrong way as the temperature dropped and um, got pretty loose for us mid, uh, midway through. Uh, it was a pretty fast-paced race as well, quite physical. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, it was just trying to manage the balance. The, it was very, uh, it was quite fun actually. You really had to keep up with the tires, keep up with the balance of the car throughout the stints, and also relay to, to the pit, uh, to the pit what you needed for the next one. So um, um, it was fun. I mean, I had good battles, a lot of good battles, especially with Alexander at the end. Um, he gave me some gray hair for the last 30 laps, but uh, we managed to uh, to hold him off, and that was really cool. We. Um, just uh, just to get a good result like this for us, um, I think uh, you know the 22 team needed a break, and, and I think we got one tonight. And and for DXC, it's uh, it's pretty awesome. We had a with about 3,000 employees from DXC here tonight, so it was uh, it was good to have a good showing. And that is a new best finish at Texas Motor Speedway for Simon Pagano, joined also by Alexander Rossi, also his best finish here at Texas Motor Speedway and his fifth podium of the season thus far. Alex, uh, in a night like tonight where there was just a lot of action on track, how important is it to have a strong finish like this, especially consistency-wise for the championship? Uh, I mean, very important. I tried, uh, I think on the penultimate restart to go high around Simon in lane two and turn one, and that was pretty pretty bad, almost catastrophic. So after that, um, you know, I, I realized lane two wasn't really gonna be an option for us, and despite the runs I had, Simon was doing a good job covering the line into one. So uh, after last weekend, there was really no point in, in taking unnecessary risks. The Napa car, I think, was was good enough to fight Scott, probably. I don't know if we had enough to beat him. Um, but I think that we were really good on kind of tire life and, and ultimate pace. And, you know, there wasn't a car that I felt less superior to, I guess. So um, a, g a good night for, for the whole Napa team and, and Andretti. And uh, yeah, we'll just take it, uh, take another podium, and focus ahead toward America. For both of you, it seemed that not a lot of drivers and, and teams really understood or could predict what was going to happen in tonight's race. There seemed to be a lot of unknowns, maybe more so than usual at other races that we've seen this season. What do you think attributed to that sort of unknown and unpredictability? Well, I think it's a new aero package we have. You know, it's, um, it's always complicated to um, guess how the racing is going to be. Just because the, the temperature for, for an aero car like the Indy cars is, uh, is very key to grip basically we're like planes so uh so the the thicker the air the best grip we have and it's just uh, very difficult to simulate uh, a race day when when you come and test uh, three months before so um so quite frankly that's the reason i feel like the racing is always better than what we expect um you know uh, especially uh, tonight i thought racing was good there were quite a bit of passes you know the, the interesting part were the pit sequence um there were a lot of good pass on new tires um to me, that was good racing. It was just uh, obviously difficult to make it work, but uh, it's not supposed to be easy. Yeah, I mean, I think the difficulty 
or not difficulty rather, but the unknown really is just a feature of Texas. I think that we've had it kind of the past couple of years and um, you know, Firestone's always trying to come up with a with a better tire, a different tire, one that, you know, has better grip or degrades a little bit more. So it's always kind of an evolving thing that, you know, IndyCar and the teams and, and Firestone's um, working to, to create a great show for the fans here and, and those back at home. So I think that, you know, that's the main reason and it's a, it's just a feature of this place and um, why it's, it's so fun to come here because you never really know what you're going to get except for the fact that Scott is going to be fast, and Team Penske is going to be on pole. So, <laughs> so a few knowns. Yeah, those are the few common threads. Yeah. We'll go ahead and open up for questions here in the media center, starting with David. And we do have a mic coming right behind you. Uh, for either of you, how much did the altered uh, pit delta, uh, because of the uh, sixty mile an hour <laughs> limit? down the back straight, how much did that affect uh, your strategy? Uh, or was it com just a kind of like emergency strategy every time you got blisters you needed to pit? Uh, for us, it didn't, didn't affect anything. We, uh, you know, you just have to adapt to whatever the rules are. Um, didn't I, I thought it was a good call because quite frankly, if someone spins there and, you know, we don't have much room to exit and with less downforce, it was a lot more difficult this year. Um, the biggest thing is you don't really want to put drivers at risk um, with somebody spinning out of the pit lane like Zanardi had. Um, you know, that's that was an horrific accident. So if you can avoid that and still make it safe blending into turn three, I mean, it's a win-win situation. I think Indica made the right call. Um, I don't think it affected the racing at all. Um, obviously, you know, when you pitted, you were at risk if you pitted early. So the goal was to go as long as possible. But... Um, didn't really affect us in any ways. Yeah, I mean, I'll echo Simon. It didn't. You don't really change much. You try and go long um, in order not to get caught out, but that's similar with, with most races, I think. Um, but I just want to tip my hat to IndyCar, really, and the officials. They really listened to us as drivers. Um, we were very concerned Friday with the apron on pit entry, and they immediately made a change to, to fix it. So... Um, that's something you don't see in other series, and I think that that's a, a huge... Um, we're very thankful as drivers that they take that into consideration. Yes, Patrick and then Bruce. I know this has been a story forever, but talk a little bit more about the blistering and how much Simon and you particularly had it much worse, it seemed like. How, uh, how much could you really feel it? And it, it, it dictated your race to a degree, but it didn't ruin it. It didn't dictate my race at all because I had no idea I had blisters. <laughs> I couldn't fit it. Um, I guess Uspensky's shocks are doing a great job. But uh, I tell you what, the biggest thing is before the race, I asked my race engineer and I asked uh, Kara at uh, Firestone, is it safe? She said, absolutely. Um, you know, and when the tire manufacturer tell you, you're going to have blisters, but it's safe, you know, you feel like, you feel like a lot more confident going into the race. And, and, and that's amazing that a tire manufacturer can have that kind of confidence. Uh, so, again, my hat off to them for uh, being able to race at these speeds here on such a demanding track for their tires, but they did a great job. The blisters, I mean, it's the handling changes a little bit, but um, I couldn't fit it through the wheel or, or the car, so no problem for me. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think we were we were one of the cars that, that blistered kind of the least. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that... Firestone has done a, a great job, really, every time we come here to learn from the year past, and this year was no exception. So 
I don't really have anything to add based on what Simon said. Bruce. Alex, during that first stint, you were uh, passing cars left and right and worked your way up into the uh, serial pretty well. And then after the first pit stop round was over, you were back kind of where you started. How frustrated were you at that point to know that, you know, hey, now i got to do this all over again? I, I think I was more confused because, like, we went into it with the strategy of, like, we need to get as later than everyone else, and that'll pay benefits. Um, but I'll tell you what. Lap cars is a big issue, and I, I I know that the rule book states what it states, and I don't know if that's the right thing or the wrong thing, um, but, you know, when you have cars that are lapped down and you're racing for position and they do nothing to help you, even if they're lapped down to the whole field, it's it's something that we talk about in driver's meetings all the time, but um, it's probably an off-season topic that we all need to discuss because I don't think that cars that are lapped down, I don't think there's any other series that kind of allows them to still race. Yeah. So, I mean, it's uh, it's frustrating. I think that's what hurt us by going long is we caught the tail end of the field, and despite the fact that we still had great tire life, still had plenty of fuel, still had good pace, I couldn't get around cars that were lapped down. So that's the way it goes. Um, ultimately, you know, we still finished on the podium, so I don't think it was a make or break. But, yeah, it was, it was confusing, put it that way. Other questions? Yes, Josh. Yes, Simon. Um, since we've gone to the the DW12 package in 2012, it seems like TMS has kind of been a moving target for IndyCar. So th that being said, after tonight, um, how how would you rate um, the package that we've that that we had tonight? Well, it's difficult to rate it because I know that the fans expect something different than what the race is like. So. Uh, from a driver's standpoint, uh, I loved it. I think, um, you know, I have to work more on my car to find a way to pass people. Um, I think it's possible, uh, but um, we passed a lot of cars. It was just, it was a different kind of racing than what you've seen last year. Uh, I felt safe. I felt, um, I felt like I was really driving the car, really taking care of my car tires, like I said, and, and I had to think about what I needed. Um, to me, that's racing. Uh, to me, that's the quality of being a race car driver. Uh, now, you know, I, I don't know about the show because I've got to watch the race, but um, uh, to me, it was pretty active, so um, it felt pretty good. Um, now, you know, um, I'm not, not IndyCar. I don't decide anything, so it is what it is. You get what you get. <laughs> Any questions upstairs in the press box? No questions in the press box. Thank you. Joey, did you have a question? Question from Joey. This may have been asked already, and if so, I apologize. But uh, Simon, this run's got to feel really good just considering the championship picture as you start to look at the rest of this season. Do I? Uh, yeah, yeah, well, I guess it's much better to finish. I tell you what, they're much better finish here than Detroit, that's for sure. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's never over anyways. You know, um, we've seen it last year. New Garden really started his, his, um, his momentum mid-season uh, mid and, and went on and won the championship. And I did the same last year, really. I started uh, really doing a good job in, uh, in Toronto. Um, this has been a tough start, but, um, you know, there were a lot of unknown who got taken out a few times, which hasn't happened in the past. So this... There's reasons. It's not. It's not all unknown and under, it not easy to understand. So, 
from then on, it's uh, luck. Luck always turns around. It goes by cycle. Um, from now on, it's it's about executing. And I think everybody on the team, myself, everybody executed really well today. It was a good example of what we need to do every weekend. So uh, that's racing, you know. And we all go through up and down. Um, that doesn't mean that doesn't mean you're losing talent. It's just um, momentum is is what keeps you going. Bruce. Alex, was it a little bit easier to pass people than you thought it would be, or was it just was it harder? I think it was a little bit easier, yeah. I mean, I think we all, as drivers, kind of go in to these races a little bit pessimistic. Um, by no means was it easy, but I think, you know, once guys got to 15, 20 laps in, in their tire life, they started to by the looks of things, kind of lose the front. And if you could kind of stay under them, then you'd be able to get a run. But um, yeah, I don't think it was nearly as bad as we were all predicting. I think that's a that's a feature here, mostly because we never run until, we never run when the sun completely goes down until we get to the race. So um, that makes a huge difference. Track temperature, as Simon kind of mentioned earlier on, makes a huge difference on these cars. And how we make grip. So you know, once the sun came down, it was uh, it was definitely a step easier. And Simon, on that last restart, Alex was nipping at your heels like Norman does with a bowl of dog food. Oh hell yeah! How did you <laughs> hold him off? Felt just like uh, just like playing ball with Norman. Uh, <laughs> uh, it was it was tough, but um, you that know. Means you're the ball, you know. Yeah, I was. <laughs> uh, you made me run. That's for sure. I guess no, it was the other way then. But. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, I, w I knew he was really strong of four, and I knew he was getting really good restarts also. Um, uh, you know, the weather on the restarts really strong, so I knew uh, I really had to cover the inside. I knew I wouldn't have a chance on the outside. I tried earlier and, and didn't really work, so um, so my car was working really well on the shallow line, and, and that, that helped me out. And then I got really aggressive with the tools to, uh, to hold him off because he was super fast behind. Um, and then... I was doing everything I could to break the draft, Elio style. Um, he taught me a lot on that, so uh, uh, best I could do, really. But um, yeah, I think Dixon was just on a, just very strong tonight. So congrats to him. Simon, Alex, thank you very much. Thank you. We'll see you next time.